Good evening, welcome back to another episode. This is your host, John Rosenberg, live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. It's my pleasure to have you on board. I appreciate the support and the help. Uh, on today's episode, we will talk, we're going to talk about the tragic death of Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, before I begin this podcast, I'm going to elaborate on one lady uh, news anchor alice morrison from msnbc i know you have seen the tweet on twitter on instagram now i i will never call i won't call her a white supremacist i'll just call her a buffoon an oxymoron a stonehead because being a news anchor you know what to say what not to say on live tv you know, because saying the the nakers, you know, the Los Angeles niggers, niggers, I'm like, how could you mispronounce that word? How could that word slip out your mouth out of thin air? Because that was in the front of your mind. That's that's a word you say behind closed door all your life. Now you just slip out your mouth. It's just your subconscious speaking now. Okay. So that being said, Alison Morrison, you're a buffoon, you're an oxymoron. They should get, you should be fired from MSNBC. They should put a, a petition for, to get you fired from that network. Because how could you do that on the person, they are, you know, deaf? Now, Kobe Bean Bryant, born 1978, died in 2020. One um, might say this is the greatest tragedy in sport history. Uh, I follow sport throughout my life. Um, it's part of my life. I play sports in high school and I play sport for pleasure. But I never play professional sport. That being said, Kobe Bean Bryant, five-time um, championship, two-time all, uh, uh, gold medalist, 18-time All-Star, uh, All-Star, uh, NBA All-Star, and he was a world-renowned celebrity. Now he was... You know, he, he was all, the third all-time, now he's the fourth all-time in the scoring list. Now, this man here have done a lot for the game. I'm not going to get into, too into his past. The past is the past. We have to move forward. I'm not going to get in, into the past. I'm just looking for the future now. My heart go out to, before, my heart go out to his mother, his wife, his father, his children. He left three um, children behind. So it is a tragic death. The whole world is mourning his death. He kind of reminds me of 2009 when Michael Jackson passed away. Those of us who grew up listening to Michael Jackson, when we got the news on TV, it was like, we thought it was a joke at first. And when it was confirmed that he'd really die. But me, I, you know, I have my speculation on that. And I also have some speculation about um, Kobe's Bryant death. I will elaborate as, as we progress on this podcast. Now, Kobe being Bryant... He died in a helicopter crash in Calabas, California. That's north of Los Angeles, California. Those of us who reside in um, California, you know exactly Calabasas is. Those of us who don't reside in California, you don't know where it is. That's north of Los Angeles in the suburb, in the mountain. Now, there are, there's many layers to the, uh, the tragedy to his death because the helicopter... They couldn't put out the the flame because the magnesium was so high. But that being said, I think he, he, he got burned alive. And I couldn't imagine his thought process, you know, going down with the plane going down and crashing. 
I know as a father, it's very tragic. You can't even save yourself. You can't even save your own child. And that should be painful. Then you have other children you're thinking about. All this thing is racing through his mind in milliseconds. So you can imagine yourself going through this thing. I will put that on nobody. Even my enemy, I would not even put that on them. But it's just so sad to, to hear this news. It's very tragic. I say in the past 25 years, we haven't had this uh, person with this magnitude, a celebrity with this magnitude die at his prime, 41 years old, he's not really old in basketball, you know, age, yes. But in life, that's young. 40 year old is young. You have people that live into the 90, 100 years old. But that's why we have to cherish our life. We have to live in the moment because a lot of us, we go to uh, throughout our daily life. We take a lot of things for granted. And like I said, myself included at times. So I'm very grateful to be here. I'm very grateful to be alive, breathing, kicking healthy i may not be rich i may not have a bunch of cars i may not have a bunch of uh, louis vuitton prada you know gucci all that stuff those are vanities i'm not gonna focus on those things but we have lost one of the greatest icon of this generation one can argue kobe bean bryant was one of the best competitor on the basketball court the only person that surpassed him is michael jordan Michael Jordan was like 1A, he was 1B. When it comes to fearlessness, competitiveness, he was the creme de la creme. Nobody can refute that. If you refute that, you're oxymoron. And he can guard anybody on the floor. I remember when he dropped 81 points against the Toronto Raptors. I remember Jalen was guarding him. He told Jalen, you can't guard me. <laughs> you can't guard me, Jalen. You can't. He, he couldn't. He said, "Jalen confessed. I couldn't guard him. Jalen Vince Carter was there. He was on the floor. He couldn't guard Kobe. He dropped 81 points on them. In his last game in uh, against Utah, he dropped 61 points. And then he went to New York. Sparkly was talking a whole bunch of shenanigans. He said, Sparkly, watch this. Dropped 61 on you. He dropped 61 on the New York Knicks. But he was a fierce competitor." He was a father, he was a, he was a father, he was a family man, he retired, he was living his life. Um, he was a, this untimely death touched all of us across the world. You know, with, you know, with Twitter, all that stuff going on, it have touched all of us. There's another thing, um, the forensics haven't come out to tell what is the cause of the death, what caused the plane to go down. Me, I'm a conspiracy theorist, you know me, my mind gonna go some, going left. Um, there, they said there were, There have been reports that he. This was predicted. There's this cartoon that came out 2012 or 2016 that uh, they had a cartoon where he died in a plane crash. And there was another thing, a legal battle he have against the the Mumbai mentality a tra- a trademark. He was fighting in court, but he never talked about this in public. But he was going to court, fighting against other people trying to trademark the name Mumbai mentality. Now, the mamba itself, to me, it symbolized death. And that's why I told you guys, when you, you got words or spirit, we have to be very leery about how we use different words. So the mamba mentality thing, I understand being competitive. I try to deviate from that. This is just my belief. I just deviate from that because mamba, because a mamba is an African snake. It's the most poisonous snakes in the animal kingdom. So this mamba with one bite can kill 
10 grown men. I repeat, with this one bite, this mamba, this snake can kill 10 grown men with one bite. So you can imagine how, how, how powerful this poison is. So that being said, he took that name, he ran with it. He took, he changed his name when he changed his jersey, primarily when he went from eight to 24. That's when he went with the Mamba mentality. I think after that he was winning, I think he won three championship. Then that's when he adopted the name Mamba mentality. Because you can guard Kobe on the ring or on the post because he can post you up and then he can give you a fadeaway like Jordan be doing. The fadeaway was spectacular. He copied Jordan, once can argue. But like I said, I'll give Jordan one A, I'll give Kobe one one B. And he's 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 the top, he's a, he's in the top five, you know, one top ten, top five, one can argue. But as far as his life as a man, as a father, as a you know, as a husband, I think he did the right thing. You know, he married to he, you know, he had one wife for all these years. He was with the Lakers for 20 years and I could foresee him just being an executive for the Lakers or owning the Lakers. His plan was to, he moving, he was doing other things. He was writing books. He won an Oscar for his um, playwrights, for his book, for his, uh, for his movie. So he was doing a lot of things behind the scene. And he was well on his way. And I know this touched all the NBA players throughout the league. They are destroyed by the news. They are in disbelief. You know, people are in shock. You know, even me, I was surprised when I got the news yesterday. I was like, wow, this is a joke. But when I look it up, it was from ESPN. So I'm like, this is not a joke. This is real stuff. So I opened the the the, 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 the notification. I opened it up. And lo and behold, there it was. Kobe Bryant died in a, car, uh, in a helicopter crash with his daughter. Now, I my heart go out to his wife because... I know Shidale is going so much stress right now. You're losing your husband. On top of that, you lose your daughter. I mean, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. You know, I, I, I is really tough as a you know as as a as a parent just to hear all those things going through your head, all this emotion. It's going to take her. She will never get over this thing. This is she will never get over that. That was that will ingrained out tattoo her brain for for a long long time that she will never get over this i don't care if she get remarried but she will never get over this tragedy now when you look at the tragedy as you know you know neymar the soccer player the brazilian soccer player he was destroyed uh, tiger woods um you have tracy mcgrady because tracy mcgrady pretty much grew up with kobe they used to hang out back in the days, according to his testimony, and not from my testimony. Don't say I'm making shit up. No, that's from his testimony. Tracy McGrady used to be best friend with Kobe. So he knows Kobe on a personal level. So that's why I like to say listen to those celebrities, to those um, players, because they they know Kobe. Most of them, they some of them hang out with Kobe. Some of that was, they were very good friend with Kobe. That's why I listened to them to get a different perspective. Uh, what kind of man he was off the scene. But, that being said, is a tragedy for most of us who watched Kobe career from 96 all the way to 2016 when he retired, 2017 when he retired from um, playing basketball. This will go uh, down in history as the greatest tragedy in sport history. Uh, you can say it, um, Clemente with, uh, with the baseball when he died in the boat uh, um, tra- uh, crash. 
You can maybe it's for Cena, the Brazilian race car driver when he died back in the late 80s or early 90s. You can make an argument for all those people I just mentioned. You can make an argument for what's the other guy that died? Jackie Robinson. Even Jackie Robinson, you know, he, he died at old age. You know, he get a pass on that because he didn't die at his prime. But Kobe died at his prime. Even though he was retired, but he was still young. 41 years old, that's really young nowadays. It's really, it's still young. It's a young age to to die from. But it's just, a, a like I said, Kobe being mine, when it comes to the you know, mumba mentality, that, that have to do with the mythology. And I tell you, the, the mumba itself, it symbolized death. So... That's why I tell you guys, be careful with those terminologies. You don't know where they came from. Yeah, he's a snake. If you if you know about the snake king, uh, the snake species is a snake. A mamba is a snake, but it have different symbolism behind it. And I said death is the number one symbolism that come with that. So you gotta be very mindful in how you use those terminologies. Um, that being said, Kobe Bean Bryant was one of the greatest players we've ever seen uh, in the past 25, 30 years, one can argue. Um, he was the most talk about celebrity, the most talk about players off the court, on the court. He was everywhere. But he was also private. He never put his business out there. You never put, he put stuff about his marriage. He just tell you that we have a good relationship, me and my wife. Even though there was a case that his father was not approved of his wife, when they first met because I think according to his testimony his father wanted to marry a sister and he didn't like that uh, but he went he went and married some kind of um, Hispanic whatever it was but that's you know that's under the water under the bridge and that is by you know bygone be bygone that's passed already but to be honest with you me I'm touched by it because I watched Kobe from when he got drafted from Marion High School back in 96 uh and to go to Charlotte, then got traded to uh, Jerry Rush, got to pick him up to bring to bring him to L.A. You see, Jerry Rush was destroyed. He was really sad about the news uh, when they were talking about Jerry Rush. Um, you can see he was really, um, Doc River was in, he was in tears, you know, watching, you know, just talking to the reporters in the press conference, he was in tears. Uh, Doc River was really destroyed by him because he know Kobe on a personal level. So they, those guys, they really know Kobe, like, you know, Jerry West, Pretty much, he was a father to Kobe. One can argue he was a father, like a surrogate guy to Kobe. So he pretty much raised Kobe um, when he came to L.A. And Shaq, when you know Shaq grew up, you know was best friend of Kobe. Even though they had their feud, let bygone be bygone, they had their feud. We know what they were, so I'm not gonna, you know, break that down. But we know the beef he had with Kobe. But nonetheless, they was good friend. You know, they, they put uh, the differences aside. They come together as grown men. They break bread. But that being said, man, it, this is the greatest tragedy of this century, of this decade. Uh, when we look back 10, 20 years from now, you're going you're gonna to remember where we were when you got the news about Kobe. Like I said, we don't know all the ins and outs. The forensics haven't come out. The the DA, uh, the the corners, they haven't told you exactly what happened. If there was alcohol involved with the pallet, or if, if it's just a mechanical uh, defunction, we don't know what's, what happened with the helicopter. It might be fog, it might be you know wildfire over there. You know, there's always wildfire in California. Don't forget 
there's always that happening over there so we don't know um what if it's a setup we never know like i told you before kobe was going to court for his trademark his nightmare um the black mamba for a nutritious um company uh product pills he was trying to bring out to the market he wanted to trademark the name black mamba but some other company already had the, it was trying to take the name from him so they was going back and forth back and forth in court but he never talked about it in public but i just found out about about that but the other thing is is this black mamba phenomenon you guys gotta be very careful now a lot of you guys idolize kobe like a god you need you need to stop on this um that's mostly the millennials and you got grown-up men that idolize kobe as as you know you're not supposed to idolize any man or woman under the sun no my friend you can be inspired by somebody but idolizing somebody like gods that's demonic my friend the, the bible just told you that that is very demonic you don't idolize no man or woman i don't care how much money they have in the bank i don't care how popular they are i don't care how good looking they are all those things are irrelevant you're not supposed to idolize anybody and we as blacks so-called black so-called negroes we have this um kryptonite i like to call it we love to idolize celebrities and when they do some, something it, it breaks our heart because we put so much emotion and energy into them so we need to deviate from that you know we need to deviate from this mindset it's detrimental to our spiritual health and our mental health it's very detrimental to our spiritual health and mental health so we need to deviate from that we need to break away from that this um worshiping um celebrities white people does it too but we as negroes in so-called black so-called afro-american we need to break away from this mindset but nonetheless is a great tragedy for for the is a great tragedy for the league for the nba for the family first and foremost for the wife and his children first and foremost in his family and secondly is also a great tragedy for the nba and for the sport world you know you see um all those great athletes were well, they were stunned when they got the news that they couldn't believe it um yes my friend kobe bean bryant have died tragically into in a helicopter crash in calabasas um california that's his north la north los angeles and the suburb so um we have to enjoy our life uh whatever differences we have with our spouse with our friends with our family members don't you ever forget to put them aside because by the end of the day you only have one life to live uh i am very grateful to be alive i'm very grateful to be here um to do this podcast and share my perspective with you guys and like i said um this is a is very tragic you know whenever I, you know we all lost family members you know i remember when i lost my dad i remember when i lost my uncle it was my second dad and it I, it was very it was painful for me to, to to really take that death but i had to really think you know positive i had to think positive and try to get my mind away from it but it took you a while to get over it um for, for the wife or his wife Vanessa it's going to take Vanessa a long time very long time i don't think she would never i don't think she would get over it I don't think she'll get because they they spent so many time together, you know, over 20 something years together. So it, it's a tough, it's a is a is heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking right now. I couldn't imagine the pain she's going through 
the stress level is like times a thousand right now. So the stress level is so high right now. So thankfully, she may have some good people around her that's going to support her and the children. Um, it's not about the money. They got money. Money is not a issue for them. They, those kids are good for life when it comes to money. It's not money. Um, it's about you know emotional support, and that's what I'm referring to, and mentally support. So I'll pray that you know my heart goes out to the family first and foremost, and the wife and the children, because as a father, I, I really feel her pain as a parent, and all of us who are parents feel her pain and her uh, dismay. But that being said, um, before I leave this podcast. Um, you white folks, I need to address you guys. You guys are so, so, I don't know what to say. I don't know if it's oxymorons, stone heads, or just assholes. Why is that whenever a black celebrity or a black person die, you guys always want to go back to their stuff they've done, their bad deeds. Oh, they owe child support. Oh, they rape people. Oh, they didn't. You did to Michael Jackson, you did to OJ, you did to all those black celebrities, you did to regular average Negroes. Oh, this Negro, old Charles, what's that got to do with his death? Why are you bringing up past stuff? The guy have not been buried yet. You're already digging dirt on the guy. You guys got to stop this. You didn't say this about Elvis. Elvis have a lot of pedophilia um, thing, thing in his life. A lot of those white celebrities, they have a lot of stuff in their life. When they pass on, you don't bring that stuff up. But for some odd reason, whenever a black celebrity or black person, so-called black, pass on, you guys like to dig dirt on them. That is very that is very hypocritical of you guys, so-called whites and pale faces, Caucasian. You guys need to stop that. I'm not saying all you guys are doing that. I'm not saying that. I'm not that naive, but I'm saying I'm going by the law of average. A lot of you guys are doing that on Twitter, on Facebook. Y'all putting stuff about this man. And this man have not been rested. He have not been buried yet. This is fresh. It's a fresh wound. It's going to take a long, long time before the wound can be healed. And put yourself in his wife's shoes. How would you feel somebody digging dirt on your husband, on your son, on your nephew, on your husband, on your brother, on your sister that just passed on? You will not like that, white folks. You will not like that at all. I know how... How pissed off you guys will be. And those white women, I call them Decepticon. I get that from Godfrey. Those, they are Decepticon. They, they, they are those white liberals. Those are Decepticon. They are Decepticon. Those white women liberal feminists. They'll be, they'll be the first ones to come out and say a whole bunch of crazy stuff about black men. But you love the black cock. I digress. You love the black cock though. But I digress. You always want to throw shades on brothers for being rapists and all that. The white men, we know that the white man, that's his genetic code. He had been raping women for thousands of years, okay? Thousands of years he had been raping women and killing women. So there's nothing new to you guys. That's your culture. That's part of your DNA. So that has, raping people is not part of us. We learned that shit from you guys. Raping, stealing, all that stuff, we're learning from you guys. So that being said, RIP to Kobe being bright, 1978 to 2020, one of the greatest um, icon of this century, 
of this deck of this of this generation, one can argue, um, he will surely be missed. Um, he will surely be missed. I know you guys uh, throughout the league are crying. It's, there's gonna be more tears, man. Um, it's just sad, but I watched this man grow up in the media. I watched him grow up as an athlete from being drafted for Marion High School in Philadelphia to become one of the greatest players of this generation. Uh, this guy really lived his life. Uh, I, I'm inspired by his work ethic. One thing I take away from him is his fearlessness and his work ethic. And um, I don't, I'm not a worshiper. I don't worship it, um, Kobe Bryant. I don't idolize Kobe Bryant, you know, but I, I'm inspired by his work ethic, um, his fearlessness. I'm inspired by those things. Um, like I said, I'm not one of the guys that would like to throw shade on somebody who I barely know. I know of him. I don't know him personally. But that being said, this is your host, John Rosenberg, live from ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you for tuning in. One love. Peace out.